0: This is Teachers Talk Radio, and you are listening live.
1: Good morning, and welcome to the Monday morning break with me, Marie. Today, I'm joined by Zoe, and we're going to be talking about yoga and all the little things that you could bring into your day to improve your well-being. Oh, hi and good morning everyone. Um, I hope you're all well on this Monday morning, a little bit grey here, um, but it's been a beautiful weekend so I hope you're all good. So this morning I am joined by Zoe and as I said in the intro we're going to talk about all things yoga and well-being and um, maybe just bring a little calm to your morning. So hi Zoe. Good morning. Um, welcome to the show. Thank you for um, having me. You're very welcome. And so I just thought, how about we start with just a little bit of an introduction and just let me know, tell me a little bit about how you came to yoga yourself and how you became an instructor.
2: So this um, journey of love started um, after I had my second daughter in 2009. And I was looking for a gentle way, quote unquote, um, to get back into some exercise. So I started to do yoga balance, Mm -hmm. which was at my sports center. And that was a mixture of yoga, Tai Chi and Pilates. And I loved the combination, it was beautiful, but I felt that there was something more with yoga that I wanted to investigate. So I found a private yoga teacher and joined her class. And on my first class, I remember going in very scared, very nervous, and I went straight to the back of the class in the dark corner and rolled out my mat and just sat and watched and took Mm. part. Mm -hmm. and I found something so much deeper other than just stretching, it wasn't exercise, it was more of an inward journey that I found a profound sense of healing and calm Mm -hmm. um, and absolutely fell in love with the practice.
1: Oh, I mean, I think that's what we would all like to seek, isn't it? A profound sense of of calm Um, and I think particularly people working in education um, and and young people and children um, in schools I mean that I think it would be safe to say that a lot of people do not have a profound sense of Mm, calm right now Um, and yeah I think I will share some of what you said Um, I mean obviously it was you that introduced me to Mm -hmm. yoga (laughs) Uh, but I, I feel very similar I think for a long time I was quite skeptical about yoga and thought oh, well I, I don't think it's going to do anything for me I don't think I'll be able to switch off um and and so and obviously we're going to we will come on to some myths and things in a bit but um I was the same but then having done it probably once or twice um well yet yeah, total convert um <laughs> <Yay>! <laughs> yeah you converted me because it did um give it did give me a sense of calm and i think i mean this might be something that you'll talk about in a bit anyway but i know for me um just practicing literally 10 minutes a day um it's almost like muscle memory during the day then so Mm -hmm. if i you know if we go into periods of stress or anxiety um, I find it now much simpler much quicker to be able to sort of bring it back down mm. um, and I guess that's kind of um, the skills that we want to be teaching people yes isn't it? Oh. absolutely <laughs> sorry we've got a train going past
2: and <laughs> um, absolutely it is a practice Um, and it's just so wonderful that you found that and that you can start the day that way um for me it's definitely breath work i'm a naturally anxious person um and i have found that breath work first thing in the morning is absolutely super for me to begin the day but also it's a wonderful way for me to end the day as well Mm. um so although i am still i do Incorporate a few stretches, um, just to get my body settled and ready to sit down quietly, and then I can go into my practice, my pranayama practice, or my conscious breathing with control practice. It does allow me to let the day go, mm. um, but equally, it is it is there for a morning practice and it can energize as well, um, and you know, as you said, it's that muscle memory of the brain and neuroplasticity. Um, we're able to remember that safe space that we've created ourselves, that soothing environment that we've created without needing anything else around us. Um, and we can use that in times of need, whether it's before an exam, if you are a student mm-hmm. or if you're overwhelmed with workload, then equally it's an extra practice for you to find some calm and just buffer those
1: stressful times. Yeah definitely and i think that's the thing that's so interesting um although it's it's coming under you know it is yoga and what you do is yoga but a lot of those things that you were just mentioning i mean really you you could just take those couldn't you You could just mm-hmm. take those little things as standalone i mean we a lot of students with anxiety um a lot of people with anxiety mm-hmm. um or just feeling stress and you know I guess physiologically breath work is going Mm. to bring down your body's response to stress isn't it so you know anyone who who perhaps like me in the past is skeptical (laughs) (laughs) um really you could just you know you could just consider bringing in some breath work Mm. um I mean it's really just it's only a little bit more isn't it than sitting in your car and going Right, deep breath, <laughs> I'm going to do this, I can do this. I mean, that mm-hmm. really is yeah. meditation and yeah. mindfulness and yoga, but yeah. without maybe knowing it. Mm, absolutely. It is definitely, um, like you say, just well, sitting
2: in your car, but equally at the end of the day, when you do sit down into your chair, you just have that outward, Ah, oh, you know, your mm. day is done, you're letting it go. And that's actually the exhalation is actually the important bit where we're able to actually calm our heart rate calm, mm. our blood pressure, reduce our blood pressure rather, and we're able to alter the state of the mind and we can start to create an awareness of what's going on maybe in the mind so that then we can focus on the breathing and actually again reduce that stress level, that stress response into a more natural calm state of being.
1: Mm. So is that, um, so I think when I was reading a bit about it, is that cortisol? Is that right? I think yeah, the stress, stress response. Stress yeah. response is cortisol. So, I didn't realise that either. So it's actually the exhalation that Mm. releases that and brings that down. Yeah. So literally a sigh of relief. Yes, absolutely. It really (laughs) is, yeah. Because it it is is that that feeling, isn't it, of just okay, I've done it. Um, I know I something I found quite good to bring in was just consciousness of um my posture because Mm. I know I'm I don't know if anyone else finds this but if I'm stressed my shoulders creep right (laughs) up to my ears yeah um and and that can actually be quite sorry another train (laughs) Um, it can actually be quite painful um, when you realize and you drop Mm. your shoulders and and relax so I think anything you know but you're talking about bringing those routines of of um you know morning setting yourself up for the day and then evening that letting go of that stress um, and lowering your cortisol and and perhaps relaxing your muscles a bit. I mean it's got to absolutely. help Absolutely, yeah, absolutely. And that's probably what, five minutes mm-hmm. out of your day yeah. if you built it in as a yeah. routine. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Okay, so I mean I know I knew I knew that we'd have a lot to talk about with yoga, but that um is you know that's given us a bit of an introduction about um, how you came into it and then obviously you trained um, as a yoga teacher and now part of what you do as well as working in a college um, you do yoga with the students and the staff
3: Oh, I do
2: and I love it and I love it it's been a fantastic journey Um, and it's just been amazing to watch the people who come in stressed or wired Mm. um, after time, you can see them go through the process on their mat at that time. And then that little smile on their face when they've got their hand on their belly and they're focusing on their breathing. And a moment ago, you just said as well about saying letting go yeah, with that exhale. And it's actually having that awareness that you are letting go, which Mm -hmm. I think allows you to have that power. So for the students, I think that it's just imperative to learn that you can take your control back by letting go of the breath, just releasing any tension. And like you say, shoulders are really, really key. Mm. And we can also experience this at nighttime as well. When we're sleeping, if we haven't necessarily processed what we're dealing with on mm. the day, we take that into our sleep. And so then you can have a tightness in the morning and around your neck, maybe your jaw sore because you've been clenching your teeth or you've been grinding your teeth. That can also um have an impact. So it is just learning Um, how to release um, the muscle tension and how to release that out breath um, so that you're able to just function happily, um, yeah, having that heightened awareness, I think.
1: Yeah. I mean, all of those, um, things that you've mentioned, you know, I think are very common, aren't they? Very commonly felt things when you wake up and you and you go, Oh, what have I, what have I done? I've yeah. <laughs> pricked my yeah. neck in the night or people that grind their teeth and mm. it's very painful, isn't it? Yeah. Um, and, and tension headaches mm. and all of those. I think sadly, I think all of those people are just living with them, mm. um, as uh yeah, yeah I do that when I'm stressed yeah. um I think those are really quite and you know let alone all the symptoms of anxiety and, mm. and how that feels in the body so uh, I think it would be really useful I know like when we um you know perhaps when you've started yoga or suggested yoga and I am going to say sometimes people <laughs> say this to me as well now and they're like oh no oh it's not for me yeah so I thought shall we talk about some of the myths about yoga that surround yoga just to kind of yeah going through um, that
2: is yeah absolutely i think you know everybody knows how much the internet has just absolutely taken over and you've got screens and images in your face all the time but we do have those very very tiny size six women in bikinis doing handstands on beaches mm-hmm. and i feel that that is such a it's a beautiful picture and well done you but that's really not a clear representation mm. of yoga and it can make people fearful and compare themselves <clears throat> you know, body image as well, etc. And if they think that they don't look like that, then they think that they can't do yoga, and you know, there's no way I could do a handstand either. Um, total misconception. Um, yoga really is about mind body connection, it's about going through um, a series of um, postures just to relax the body and then breathing to relax the mind. And we want to be able to do that as a process so that it enables us to actually sit down and relax and maybe come into a meditation or a relaxation and understand the importance of that in our lives as well. When everything is very, very busy and very overwhelming on occasions, it's important to understand that the relaxation is
1: everything. Mm. Yeah, that's that I think for me is a really interesting mindset I mean there's a few things kind of in in what you said I mean one that that body image thing mm. I mean we are in a time aren't we where social media mm. um has such an influence over well, I was going to say young people but it's probably not just young no, people think- um people um mm. as much as we know that the theory um I think that you know what you see isn't always the full picture Mm. um you know filters Mm. and what's it you know instagram versus real life and so on i think there is still there is still a a reaction in people i know there is in me when you look at something and you go oh gosh i I am nothing like that Mm. um and like you said you know for there are some very very lovely yogi- yeah very lovely yogis um yes, you yes. know and and doing it on the on the beach and all of those mm. kind of things is absolutely beautiful yeah. but it that is not the only way to do it. Is no, it no that's, that's not what it's about that's not what it's um about. and i think that almost it is it is changing a mindset because there is not a competitive element either Mm -hmm. to yoga like you said it's Mm -hmm. the it's the practice and it's the relaxation um and i think for me i i feel like it's connecting um to myself with the world around me but it's not competitive so if Mm -hmm. you were in a group Uh, say for example or you're following a tutorial or something like that it's not the kind of oh gosh I can't stretch that far Mm, I can't do that position and and that kind of thing I mean there's pretty cool stuff you can learn as well isn't there there Um, but it's not a competitive
2: sport no and also (laughs) equally you don't want to compete with yourself Because I think when you're at school, there's an awful lot, or there can be, Mm. um, you know, pressure to be competitive with your peers, but Mm. also to compete with yourself to be better than yesterday, which I think um, you do find that out on your mat, absolutely, Mm. because it's not about the pose, it's not about the posture. As long as you have an awareness and you're listening to your body and you're being safe in your body, and you can feel something completely different when you stretch that side and stretch out your chair seat Mm. that you've been in for the day, maybe. Um, but it, yeah, it's not a sport as such. It's more, um, a work inwards as opposed to a workout
1: yeah that's such a that's really good yeah, yeah. work inwards rather than a workout mm. yeah yeah that's that's really good that's really interesting although I would say as well isn't there I mean some of them if somebody was looking for that kind of yeah that thing you can definitely yeah, do that as Yeah, lots of lovely definitely time. sort of accidentally <laughs> gone on one that was a little bit um maybe more than I thought it was going to be and then halfway through I'm like oh it's <laughs> hard work I, think I did a couple of um they had a series on I they might have been on youtube or something no netflix they mm-hmm. had a series on netflix and i think it was nike okay. um and those were really quite and they were really good because they were sort of 20 minutes mm-hmm. um, a day it was like a program and i, I did them in the summer holidays um, to try and do something at lunchtime you know sort of work because i found i mean any other people educators There, You know, during the term, you move a lot, um, you know, you're always sort of dealing with things and and around other people. And then suddenly in the summer, I was working from home um, and balancing sort of, you know, childcare and things like that as well. And I realised that actually I wasn't moving mm. very much. And it was it definitely had an impact on yeah. me. So I anyway, long story, but I, I was doing these 20 minutes at lunchtime. Um but yeah, they were really hard. Well done, it well really good,
2: yeah, to go from like you're more of a
1: hacker. Yeah, yeah, to quicker yeah. play. Cool, oh, yeah. But, um, <laughs> yeah maybe don't start with (laughs) those yeah for work inward not a workout uh, maybe not those ones
2: and also there's also
1: um chair yoga
2: so when you are in the office or you are um teaching or in between classes i mean even involving your students to Mm. have a little twist or lean forward or a little arch through your back you know just to move around the energy and just to wake up the body again for the rest of the day but just to get out of that posture of leaning over the laptop or leaning over
1: the desk writing um you know and there's yeah yeah i mean it's not that different is it than sort of taking a movement break Mm, yeah um things like that yeah I think some of the ones I've done as well you can do I mean and the, you know this is just literally by sort of searching them up on uh, YouTube <laughs> but you can do them for specific things mm. so um mm. you know a yoga for um, you know, a- anxiety for that day, or yoga for a headache, or yeah. yoga for lower back pain, or yeah. you know, all of those kind of things. You can, yeah. you know, you can use it quite prescriptively, almost how you, you, you want for yeah. that time. Yeah. 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 Oh. um Okay. Have we got any other misconceptions well, that, that yeah. people
2: have? I suppose we. um
1: you know, I, lots of
2: people would say, I can't do yoga, I'm not flexible. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, yeah, we've actually heard uh, that. <laughs> <laughs> um, and that's understandable again with um, media of people bending and folding mm-hmm. into boxes mm-hmm. and things, but that is definitely a byproduct of yoga. The flexibility is not something that you need to attend a class. Mm-hmm. This is something that's gained after a couple of weeks of practicing. Yeah. And you will get more strengthening, you will get more stretching out of it, but you will also have a higher awareness on how the mind and the quality of thoughts can affect your breathing and your state mm-hmm. of well-being yeah um, but yeah the flexibility is something that definitely comes but you really don't need that to start yoga at all I wasn't flexible I just no. had my baby so everything yeah. was very different um so yeah you don't need to be flexible and you don't have to be a girl neither. No. men are, you know again I think there's so many different brands and they can be quite um expensive as well and maybe put people off yeah and make them think well i don't have the right gear or maybe men are thinking oh no it's all women in you know leggings and ponytails Mm -hmm. kind of thing and that's not the case at all um it's a real mixture have a body do yoga and you just feel better when you start moving um so yeah there is I think there's quite yeah. a few different misconceptions definitely.
1: Yeah, definitely. Um, I think there is some sort of um, gender stereotypes within mm, that, isn't there yeah. as well? That that sort of um yeah, perception of it. But like but you're right. Um is there's no reason no. why it would be. And also it complements as well. So if you have
2: you know anybody who's weightlifting or swimming or cycling yoga is actually a really nice complement right. to help strengthen and also prevent any injuries as well
1: um so and yeah, probably performance related as well yeah, isn't it i yeah. think you know sort of sports psychology wise yes
2: absolutely especially the meditation and the manifesting yeah.
1: and yeah yeah oh, amazing so there we go guys anyone listening <laughs> <laughs> don't, don't it's not all it's not all women yeah <laughs> so don't be afraid to give it a try um okay and shall we have you got any others a misconception i'm trying to think of anything that i've heard um maybe
2: that it's thought that yoga is a religious practice yes yeah which um it isn't at all i mean it's linked to buddhism and hinduism but ultimately it is a philosophy and it's a lifestyle practice so yoga helps to prevent um ill health because it gives you um you know healthy choices to make in life as you go through so maybe you might even just start drinking a little bit more water because Mm -hmm. you know that might help stop a headache Um, or maybe instead of I'm going to mention sugar donuts which I love sugar donuts Um, but instead of that sometimes maybe just go for the fruit um, and just have your treat differently and not have maybe um, over processed foods and things like that so it is a lifestyle and how you view like you said earlier Mm. your yourself and how you are in the world and how you can be the best version of yourself
1: yeah definitely i I do think that's true i do i did notice it um sort of when you're in a routine or perhaps when things you know life happens and you get a bit out of the routine and i would say yes for me if Mm -hmm. i'm not in a particularly good structural routine Mm -hmm. it's much easier to um drink too much coffee um choose something that's going to give me a a quick sugar rush Rush, in the afternoon um that kind of thing whereas yeah when i'm when you're i guess prioritizing when you're prioritizing Mm. your well-being then you the knock-on effect is you make better choices i think Mm. through the day don't you and also there's a little element of oh well i've been working really hard to kind of be healthier Mm. so do i really want that donut. Yeah, I do actually really want a donut now. <laughs> no. <laughs> um, yeah. So I do, I think there's something in that, isn't there? When you're, when you're um, addressing your being in, in different areas of your life, I guess you're much more likely than to make better choices. Mm. I think one of the things that we were talking about earlier was sleep, wasn't it? Mm-hmm. Um, and, um, you know, you, if you were sleeping better, Mm. from perhaps doing relaxation in the evening i mean it's just also interconnected isn't it because i think i've met that there's a big connection between lack of sleep and perhaps reaching for Slightly more yeah. processed food yeah. and things like that, and I think actually your metabolism's affected, mm, isn't it? If yeah, you're not getting like enough sleep, so it is a vicious circle. Um, mm. And yeah, if you sort of make start making these changes, and you are drinking more water, and and um, relaxing, and sleeping better, mm. then it it builds, doesn't yeah, it? Yeah, right. absolutely builds. Teaching is a rewarding profession,
3: but it comes with its <laughs> fair share of challenges. That's where ADAPT come in. We're not your typical trade union, but instead a modern, apolitical alternative, offering expert legal, employment and mental health support. Protection without the politics. So what makes ADAPT different? We're always apolitical and independent, specialized solely in supporting individual teachers. Our caseworkers are professionally qualified, ensuring you always get the best advice. Plus, there's 24-7 mental health support, whether it's a simple contract check or handling serious allegations, ADAPT are here for you. Join the thousands of educators who've chosen ADAPT to protect their careers. Subscribe at adapt.org.uk today. ADAPT, supporting school staff, protecting careers.
1: So what I'd really like to hear about now, and I, um, I think is so interesting, is just talking now about your sort of experience of um, of delivery or, or teaching yoga or helping young people and students and children um and the staff as i said mm-hmm. but bringing it into an education setting and kind of how that's worked and what sort of things you've seen
2: yeah i'm it's been a fantastic experience and i've really enjoyed it um i've met some amazing characters um and i think um there is, you know, um, those misconceptions that we've said and probably more so with young people, um, but they have, I think, really liked the calm environment mm. that we've set up. So, um, you know, I just set the area or the space up so that we have some crystals, so that we have some essential oils. I know there's some students that really love those, but also the lighting um, and there's not always um an option to have a candle as such so if it was fairy lights or just something just to alter the mood change the energy in the room um and so it's quite interesting to see if they've come bounding in and they're quite wired because they've had a really exciting morning or maybe something's happened with a peer and you never really know what somebody's bringing to the mat what they've experienced to get to that point so i think to have that calm and inviting warm safe environment um I've really liked that. And obviously with some music as well, it just sounds like a really nice environment. Um, And sometimes it's easy to get them onto the mat, sometimes not so, but they like to talk and have fun between them until the class really gets going. Um, And I have found the ones that have stayed continuously have just been fantastic how they've really grown um, in terms of I feel for me that they are comfortable with silence yes and um even if that is um there's one person in particular there's two people actually in particular I can really think of if you say that you're going to ground down and connect down to the earth and you're going to bring a hand to your belly and then you will close your eyes and focus on your breathing just to see peace mm. on their face yeah that's like job done I'm really happy with that yeah. I'm really really happy with that because. You know if there's challenges um or anxieties or depression or whatever they're dealing mm. with at the time when they look so peaceful i'm hoping that's a real
1: reflection of what's going on inside definitely yeah definitely because i guess you have the um you know I, you know the privilege i suppose of us being in front of them and seeing them and then you can see that mm. drop in them because um you know it's a complete it is reflected in their body language isn't it Mm. and i think the most valuable or beautiful thing that i can think of it is there's so much trust yeah they have developed so much trust in 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 with you because if you think i mean not just not just the students here but all all students or teenagers (laughs) or something like you said you know they come rushing into the room or they're like oh no I'm not doing (laughs) yoga or whatever you know (laughs) sorry Um, and then you know they come into the room and I think it's so clever I mean you have set such a beautiful environment and it is very much i think that works with young people that when you come in and it's very obvious from the scene setting the atmosphere and the changes to the environment of of what the purpose of that is Mm -hmm. um so in the same way perhaps that you'd you know you'd have you teachers do pay attention to their classroom environments and it's very obvious it's a learning place Mm. um you know whether it's the displays on the wall or you know teachers do put a lot of effort into making their their um classrooms places of learning whereas what you're setting up and you know they they come into the room and it is relaxation Mm. and it's guard guards dropped Mm. um, and the focus is purely on on well-being isn't yeah, and yeah on them yeah and on you, them you don't yeah. know what they've been living
2: in or what they've mm. experienced and mm. it's really nice and even if actually at the time um they might not like it or enjoy it as much mm. it's just planting the seed yeah so that maybe in five weeks, five months, five years. They might think, oh, I remember that. And I remember that was really calm. Mm. I remember there was relaxation and that's something I need to investigate now. It's just planting the seed now for when it might be needed further down the line. But if they're getting it now, then brilliant. They've got a foundation to start building on for their exams and life stresses. Mm. Um, It can be a bumpy ride. so yeah, I think it's the planting the seed as well is really important.
1: That's uh, that's really lovely actually, because what what that's made me think of is for you, it's not about your success with them. It's not like, oh yeah, I've got five people to do yoga because you're quite happy that you mm. are just literally planting the seed, as you yeah. said, and it might be something they come back to you in a couple of years. Yeah. Um, so that's just, I don't know, I just think that's really lovely. Um, and uh, i think to start building the skills at any age mm-hmm. um and young people are coping with an awful lot mm-hmm. at the moment and and mm-hmm. uh, you know as i keep saying as so well the staff and, and adults yeah. and anyone really but i do find it really heartening um and really interesting there i do think there has been a change because my um my youngest is 5 mm-hmm. and he regularly does yoga oh, I mean, wow. and he, he in their PE lessons they did meditation really? so he came because he's gone into year one and he came back um, it was last week um, and, oh, what did you do in PE today and he said oh we did meditation and I thought oh because obviously he, do, he does talk about yoga and meditation because of well, of seeing me do it um but I said oh what did you do and he said oh we all lay down on, on the floor and we, then we rolled into balls Aww. and then we rolled out again so I you know he went and then I said oh how did you feel afterwards and he said I felt really relaxed Aww. so to have this I do think you know there's so much going on in in primary and even early years um I think of of learning. I mean, I remember with him, um, it was Sesame Street, do a really great series of monster meditations. Oh, wow. Um, And we used to do, similar to what I was saying about being in the car, when I used to drop him off at nursery and he was, he was you know, mm. anxious and, and didn't want to go in. We always used to do the monster meditation and it was one, two and go. So it was about breathing and, and then preparing yourself and then you go and do the thing that's worrying you. Mm. Um, so I, I do love that there are a lot of probably younger age that are building these skills from a very early mm. age, but I think it's about probably young people, teenagers, young adults, yeah. and then adults yeah. also having the opportunity to build those skills. Teaching is a rewarding profession, but it
3: comes with its fair section. share of challenges. That's where ADAPT come in. We're not your typical trade union, but instead a modern, apolitical alternative, offering expert legal, employment and mental health support. Protection without the politics. So what makes ADAPT different? We're always apolitical and independent, specialized solely in supporting individual teachers. Our caseworkers are professionally qualified, ensuring you always get the best advice. Plus, there's 24-7 mental health support. Whether it's a simple contract check or handling serious allegations, ADAPT are here for you. Join the thousands of educators who've chosen ADAPT to protect their careers. Subscribe at adapt.org.uk today. ADAPT. Supporting school staff. Protecting careers.
0: This is Teachers Talk Radio and this is Teachers Talk Radio News.
4: The BBC covers reports that Labour has dropped plans to end charitable status for private schools. The status exempts some private schools in England and Wales from taxes. The Labour leader, Sakia Starmer, had previously said charitable status for private schools could not be justified. The party said it will still remove other tax breaks if it wins the next general election. There are around two and a half thousand private schools in England and Wales and government figures show around half are registered as charities. Having charitable status means the schools cannot operate for profit and are eligible to claim some tax exemptions, including on donations and business rates. Since 2006, private schools have had to demonstrate they are creating public benefit in order to maintain their charitable status. Labour has said it would charge private schools 20% VAT and end business rates relief. It says this could raise an estimated £1.7 billion. A party spokesperson said the money would fund desperately needed teachers and mental health counselling in every secondary school. Last year, the Scottish Government scrapped business rate relief for private schools. The Conservatives have questioned whether tax changes would raise the £1.7 billion, as claimed by Labour. The problem of RAC was highlighted again as parents with children at a secondary school in Durham, affected by the potentially unsafe concrete, staged a protest. Parents told Schools Minister Baroness Baron, who was visiting the school, that there had to be more support for the teachers and pupils and that the school must be rebuilt. The school is using a mix of face-to-face and online teaching after RAC was found shortly before the return to school from the summer break. The multi-academy trust in charge of the school has asked the DfE if it could use centre-assessed grades for GCSE and A-level pupils similar to the way assessment was used during the pandemic. A DfE spokesman said it was working to bring back face-to-face teaching quickly and that the school would be rebuilt. Procurement, design and planning stages would be started before the end of the year. Schools Week reports on MPs' comments that government should create a school absence code specifically for mental health and review the adequacy of health services struggling with soaring waiting lists. The Parliamentary Education Committee has also urged the Government to make its daily attendance data collection mandatory as soon as possible. The Committee found growing demand for mental health services and special educational needs support, as well as the cost of living pressures and other issues, have compounded problems with attendance. However, Schools Minister Nick Gibbs said changes would add further complications for schools in coding absence, which could damage the accuracy of data. Full details of the committee's recommendations can be found in the article in Schools Week Online. The Guardian covers news that in America, students at more than 50 high schools across the country are proposing a Green New Deal for schools. They are demanding that their districts teach climate justice, create pathways to green jobs and plan for climate disasters. The campaign is seen as a reaction to right-wing efforts to ban or suppress climate education and activism at school. The national effort would see teach-ins, walkouts, and petitions. The New Deal also calls for updated buildings and infrastructure to make schools more climate resilient. Further details can be found on the Guardian website. Finally, the Nuffield Trust has said that student loans in England should be written off for certain health staff once they have completed 10 years of NHS service. It says this is needed to stop a dropout crisis among nurses, midwives and other frontline staff. Ministers have rejected the idea, saying support is already in place and that the current student finance system strikes the right balance between the interests of students and taxpayers, as well as highlighting training grants, support for childcare and some expenses. Tuition fees are not charged in Scotland and in Wales, tuition fees are covered if nurses and other frontline staff work for the NHS for two years. This has been your Teachers Talk Radio News with Jo Fox.
1: So, welcome back. And we were just talking, weren't we, before the news, we were talking about um, the way, the things that you've seen in working with young people um and, and bringing yoga in to the class well to the education setting mm-hmm. um so yeah shall we carry on with that yeah, yeah? absolutely yeah i think um i said to you before
2: that it is my ultimate wish <laughs> for all or for the curriculum to add meditation and I don't want that to be putting anybody off the word Mm -hmm. meditation because I think that maybe another misconception is that actually you stop your thoughts yeah and it's not it's allowing them to just be it's allowing to yourself space to sit with them Mm. and allowing yourself to be the observer so that you can separate yourself Um, but I feel that it would be so beneficial if every child after registration could just have five minutes of just sitting I know my my youngest um, when she was in year four she had a fantastic teacher all of her teachers have been fantastic but this one in particular I loved because she'd been to India and she'd done her yoga teacher training as well but every morning she had a mantra and she had a projector and it just showed a candle burning Mm. and the children were looking at the candle and focusing and they were repeating the mantra which was a non-harm one so Mm. non-harming for yourself whether that's a harmful thought non-harming for other people and everyone else around you but ultimately you know you could i knew that she could she told me that you could tell the child that had been sitting on the xbox for two hours before school would come in a shaking leg tapping yeah. on the table being a little bit not yeah. comfortable maybe a little bit disruptive and then after a few days of doing this meditation mm-hmm. after the registration they were calm but they actually they were all at the same energy to then continue with their day and for me yeah. i would love that to be part of the curriculum make sure everyone's safe your register and just invite in some conscious breaths or a mantra but just to allow them to self-soothe before Mm. they go ahead with their day because they might have had a bowl of cocoa pops and loads and loads of sugar so they're really hyped and they've been on the xbox and they've got to that point Mm. to then continue with the day I think it would be nice to then just bring in some calm to so let them then go ahead, it can still be fun. It can still be very interesting. There's lots of yoga philosophy as well as the health benefits um, about life choices, etc. But for me, that would be just a wonderful gift to give them. So
1: yeah, and and not just them. Actually, yeah. <laughs> one of the things he was saying, you know, is that so that they're all in the same state yeah yeah um and i just think yeah i mean that's good that's got to sound very appealing to (laughs) to lots of teachers out there um like you said if you especially kind of well not just younger ones um you know teenage secondary school age yeah yeah, you know like you said everybody coming in and everyone's coming in at all different levels aren't they Mm -hmm. like you said there's going to be someone who's has cocoa pops and something else for breakfast. There's gonna be someone who hasn't, hasn't had, had breakfast. breakfast. Yeah. Um, there's gonna be someone who's been on the Xbox before school. There's gonna be someone who's perhaps been on the Xbox all night and yeah, hasn't yeah. even had enough sleep. Um let alone if you energy drinks, vapes, mm. you know, all of these things. Yeah. And then you are gonna have the students that are coming in ready to learn. Yeah. And and part of it, isn't it? You always think with when teachers having to manage all these different um, behaviors and needs and so on. And, and there is that crucial part, isn't there, that you're going to have you know, some students in that class that arrive ready to learn, mm-hmm. but how much of that time at the start of each lesson is spent with trying to settle everyone and bring that focus. to, yeah, focus and bring them all to the same state. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, like, like you were saying, you could potentially achieve that within a few minutes and through a simple exercise yeah. of, I mean, looking at the candle, I particularly like that image. That's just very soothing, isn't it? Mm. Um, really I mean the links that this could have in terms of PSHG and mm, healthy relationship yeah. healthy relationship with yourself yeah that was something you've just said isn't it kindness to yourself mm. um I just I agree I think mm. it should be yeah. on everything I do I think
2: as well I mean it's probably a little bit easier it's the same as you know we get up in the morning we clean our teeth mm. we get up in in the morning we do the work yeah for ourselves yeah. we find that balance Um, but to bring it into school if there isn't an awareness maybe at home yeah but to have it started at a young age so maybe at primary school then Mm. to start it there but equally like you say with the teenagers maybe it's a little bit harder because it's not been intrinsic for their life at yeah. that point but now is the time mm. now is the time for change and there is an awareness about you know mindfulness is a very buzzword consciousness is a very buzzword mm. and i think now is the time to make change and not necessarily rely on so many um, industries that aren't able to support now that mental health is yeah. a real
1: awareness yeah um yeah bringing up um, mindfulness that was the you're right it was a bit of a buzzword wasn't mm-hmm. it and i think that unfortunately um i mean i yeah it ties into everything doesn't it that we've been saying but i do think it got caught up in in being a bit of a word and a bit of a trend mm-hmm, yeah. and then there was that the report came out wasn't there that it just wasn't effective <laughs> in school but i think from what, you know, from my understanding of it, it was because it was kind of just dropped in mm. um, or oh, you've, you've got to do mindfulness. And there was very little support in kind of how to actually do that. I think potentially the people that were trying their hardest to deliver it weren't really able to. And so, yeah, it's like any well-being strategy, I think not just in schools, but in life, isn't mm. it? it? It's not a standalone. It's got to be developed as as a skill um, and time and effort put into it um, for it then to have a a long-lasting impact. Yeah, Yeah, Yeah. I think. Um, So I think that's, I mean, mindfulness kind of comes into the myths, doesn't Mm, it, that we talked about earlier. Unfortunately, there can be connotations um, for that. But actually, what, you know, the skills and the strategies from yoga that you're talking about, um can can be implemented yeah absolutely and prioritized Mm. brilliant okay so could do you have then so anyone that uh, anyone that's listening and going "Mm, okay i'm sold (laughs) i'd like to try this um then what advice can you bring? I, um, I feel that it would be
2: a wonderful way to bring everybody together by maybe starting class or after registration and set an intention for the day. Some children who may be like a wallflower or maybe quite shy maybe need to have that confidence that everybody can make friends easily so an intention could be I make friends easily and for others he might be quite boisterous or um, You know, just to bring everybody back to being um, the same again, um, another intention could be I am kind, an intention for your day, an intention for your class. Maybe they've had a fallout with somebody that they've sat next to. Mm -hmm. It's just something that might pop into their mind as they continue their their class. and also maybe um, some time after break time as well if everybody's got hyped up after break time then maybe just the first class coming back after a break would be just a conscious moment to be with your breath your meditation. Remember your intention you set at the beginning of the day. Um, Or just a moment of breath work. Belly breathing is very good, especially as we're quite anxious and busy, we generally breathe into the upper part of the chest. So it's quite nice to have that awareness that you can breathe into your belly and really make some space for your lungs. And it really energizes you and it feeds so much oxygen into all the cells of the body feeds your brain. It's a good way to continue with the second half of the day or maybe to include um, a breakfast club yoga, or an after-school yoga and it's community. And it is a way to make new friends. It is a way to build confidence. And especially with teenagers when, you know, we really want to uh, reinforce that body confidence and not be so wary about what people think, what we look like. We can bend over in downward facing dog and it's absolutely fine because it's a really nice stretch. Um, And it doesn't matter what I look like. Um, you know, I'm being the best version of myself. I'm helping myself. I want to be healthy. I want to be happy, and I want to
1: enjoy my yoga practice. Mm. Yeah, definitely. I was just thinking then. Um, so sometimes I think um, rainy day play <laughs> or wet day play or whatever yeah, people, yeah. you know, I, I think that's very common. Mm. Um, well, probably any break and play time.
2: Mm.
1: Um, children, young people do come back in after a break, very heightened. Yeah. Um, and it, and to have it, I think, like you said, just a few minutes throughout the day, you know, having set your intention and, and helped everyone reach the same sort of space in the morning, you know, and then just the more you do it, that very rapid bringing you back to now I'm in a state of calm and ready to engage with learning Mm, yeah all tied into self-esteem and confidence you know Mm. it's prioritizing yourself isn't it so i'm prioritizing my well-being um and i'm prioritizing my learning then so i'm therefore more able to engage with education Mm. when i don't think it's a big stretch to say (laughs) that yoga and uh, educate sorry yoga and meditation Mm. is going to have an impact on achievement within the classroom. I don't think that's a big stretch. That makes sense to me as a a link. Um, And then, like you said, those kind of bringing it in as an after school activity or a breakfast club um, is just helping that well-being, isn't it? Mm and, and similar to, you know, what I've spoken about before in terms of staff well-being and you want people to leave any stress at the end of the day and don't carry mm. it home with you. Yeah. I mean, similarly, if there have been issues at school, whether it's friendship or peer group or bullying or what all these things that students and pupils are dealing with, you know, to be able to just, you know, um, join an after school yoga club mm. and just relax and have yeah. support in doing that would be, would be amazing. Um, no, I just think it's a brilliant, I think it's a brilliant thing. <laughs> <laughs> who, yeah. doesn't a it's, it's who doesn't want a blanket? Who doesn't <laughs> want a blanket? Yeah. Some relaxation and yeah. then a little self confidence boost. Yeah, I mean, I know one of the things as well. We are talking about doing downward dog and not being self conscious. And yeah. one of the things you do, isn't it, is do them in a circle mm-hmm. so everyone's facing in, mm-hmm. and that really, I think that really helps with with young people, yeah. but in particular, that you're not. You know, you've got someone behind going, yeah. you, <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, doing that all as, as a circle and you know, and having that focal point in the middle, I think really helps them. All right, so, uh, was there any other recommendations that you wanted to bring in? I guess maybe,
2: um just to start and just to try and keep it simple, but be consistent and allow yourself just even a couple of minutes, even when it's just when you're boiling the kettle Mm. and you're in your break, ready to go back to teach, just have a conscious moment um, and breathe with your tea and just take a break.
3: Teaching is a rewarding profession, but it comes with its fair share of challenges. That's where ADAPT come in. We're not your typical trade union, but instead a modern, a political alternative offering expert legal, employment, and mental health support. Protection without the politics. So, what makes EDAPT different? We're always apolitical and independent, specialized solely in supporting individual teachers. Our caseworkers are professionally qualified, ensuring you always get the best advice. Plus, there's 24 7 mental health support, whether it's a simple contract check or handling serious allegations, ADAPT are here for you. Join the thousands of educators who've chosen ADAPT to protect their careers. Subscribe at adapt.org.uk today. ADAPT, supporting school staff, protecting careers.
1: OK, for the last few minutes of the show, um, I'm so looking forward to this. It's a real treat. But Zoe is going to do a med- um, leader meditation for us and it is absolutely my hope um, that people will download this if you know if you're not able to do it now if you're listening i'm not able to do it now then totally understandable (laughs) i mean you might be i don't know you might be driving listening to us or you know um uh, you know listening somewhere else so but i really hope that what you'll have is um you know you'll have your own meditation. Now, if you download the show, save save it, um, share it, listen back afterwards. But yeah, we're going to have a really lovely just five minutes, we'll take five minutes of our day to just have a lovely meditation. So thanks so much, Zoe. Thank you. So
2: welcome to your meditation for
1: anxiety.
2: And let's just begin by either closing the eyes or just softening the gaze. And notice a feeling of grounding with the feet as you press them down into the earth. Maybe noticing the seat bones as they press down into the chair. Hands resting, palms down onto the thighs. And maybe you feel supported by the back of the chair. Or maybe you're sitting on the ground or standing. Just notice that strength and that length in the spine, but simultaneously notice a softness into the belly. And now just take a moment to notice what you're bringing to your meditation today. Notice any thoughts that might be arising. Noticing any feelings that you might be experiencing and allow yourself to take this time to practice being a witness of those thoughts, those feelings, those emotions, and knowing that you are separate to all of these. And so now bring your awareness to your breath, closing the lips if they're not already, and continue to breathe in and out of the nostrils. As you breathe in, just send the breath into the belly if you can, noticing the expansion of the belly, the ribs, collarbones lifting. And then on the exhale, reversing the order, the collarbones fall, the ribs fall, and softly drawing the belly button down towards the spine. again, if any other thoughts arise, draw your attention again back to the physical sensations that the breath brings. And I invite you to, with your next inhale, imagine that you are breathing in joy and new life. Experience this feeling. And then as you exhale, release any feelings of dread, or worry. Let all fears fade away. Inhale feelings of calm and peace. And exhale anything that no longer serves you. And be aware that in this moment, you are becoming more and more relaxed. Breathe in another natural breath, deep into the belly and imagine a bright, joyful future lies ahead for you. And As you exhale all feelings of anxiety, imposter syndrome, any fears, just release those and let them fade away. And here you begin to notice a lightness in the shoulders. A lightness in the belly. Release all tension as you relax, relax, relax. Each time you breathe in, you are breathing in new and fresh energy. And each time you breathe out, you feel more calm and serene. Staying with the breath. You deserve so much love and so much peace. And so now we begin to deepen the breath as our calming meditation draws to an end. Repeat to yourself silently. I am here in the present moment. And now imagine this feeling of peace extending to your family, your friends, your county, your country and far beyond. And so when you're ready, open your eyes and come back fully alert as we continue our day. And remember that we can use our breath as a tool to bring us back to the present moment at any time.
1: Namaste. Namaste. Thank you, Zoe. Um, well, if anyone's <laughs> anyone still with us, <laughs> that, that was, what, five minutes? Mm. And I know that I feel so much better for it um so yeah basically i think we're we're just saying it's not it's not hard <laughs> it's to do is it it's not. It's, it's not hard to do but those words i was thinking as i was listening those words you know we went from anxiety imposter syndrome um stress all things that i know a lot of people are feeling you know imposter syndrome resonates highly i think with a lot of people as well Mm, at the moment um and then what we've then moved to is serene calm peace love um and who wouldn't want that no, exactly, <laughs> in five exactly. minutes? Yeah, exactly. So thank you so much, Zoe, for your time. Thank you. Thank you for that beautiful meditation. Um, and if anyone, you know, is now like, "Oh my gosh, yes, I want to do this. I want to, I want to try this. I want to bring this in." Then um, you know where I am on Twitter. Um, and you know, I'm sure Zoe would be would love to help as well. But yeah, we're here if anyone wants any advice for bringing these strategies in, or even just giving it a go. But Yep, and I wish all of you a really lovely rest of the
0: day. You've been listening to Teachers Talk Radio. Tune in live and listen back at ttradio.org. We look forward to hearing from you next time on Teachers Talk Radio.